everybody, it's Katie. Hi everyone, it's Shara. Okay, so today we decided that we were going to do an extra podcast because yesterday, as many of you know, was the legendary concert Come on! at Wembley Stadium. Come on! So, we decided that we were going to do like a little review about it and talk about the absolute uh astonishment yes <laughs> so basically as i said in the other one we sarah and i um watched the we bought well you bought, I bought <laughs> the um v live stream and then i shared the information with sarah so that her and i could both be able to watch it so we we're able to do that yesterday, and first I just want to, I mean... Congratulate them? Yes, it was 20-plus million people that watched let's that wait, Let's stream. talk about that. Can we talk about that for a second? I, if you, okay, I have been worked up about this ever since I found out. 70,000-plus people in one stadium. That's a good amount of people. That, that's a lot. But then you add 20 more million live streaming, and not to mention y'all girlies illegally downloading it. Yes. So Come on! I feel like that was a new thing for any act out there at this point. Yeah. Like, I, I'm so proud. I was watching that number go up the entire time, and I was like, oh my god, when we hit... Like, 10 million, I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then it kept going up, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, really? 20 million people. I think it ended with, like, 23-something. I'm not sure what it was. I couldn't take screenshots because VLive wouldn't let me. But I think it was, like, 23-point-something million people were watching that live stream. And then you had, well, almost 90,000 people in the stadium talk about all the people that were illegally downloading it shame on you guys just kidding i do it too <laughs> you do what you gotta do you and, do what you gotta do and uh all the people in the city that could hear it i mean oh lord i just i just oh i am so proud of them for that like that is phenomenal Absolutely numbers don't phenomenal. lie and i'm um can we also talk about a hundred million hearts that's crazy. That was also phenomenal. I think they ended, I think that one was 113 million by the time it was all said and done. So that right there, again, big kudos. Congratulations. Y'all stay amazing. pressing that button. Oh, I'm just so, so proud. So I guess we'll just do a review. So everybody knows that that concert was like three hours long. Yeah. And... I have never had my headphones in that long before. Cause Neither <laughs> have I. Three hours straight. I was I was a little, little uncomfortable, but I pushed through. Yeah, yeah. My ears were, were a little hurting afterwards, but that's okay. Yeah, it's fine. We, 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 we made do it for our boys. We do. So, um, I have to say that I did research yesterday, Sarah, after you and I talked, because um, they had a press conference right before the concert, and mm-hmm. apparently it was, um, you could not take video. 
and oh. you could not um, take pictures. Now, I do know that some pictures and some video did get leaked out, um, but it yes. wasn't uh, why they were talking. So, um, <clears throat> I, but they did put, like, questions out, and I was reading the questions, and everybody was talking about how the set list was supposed to change. You and I talked about this yesterday. I am pressed. It wasn't really, though. Um, if you actually read the the information that they put out, what it was is he was talking about how they changed the set list for this tour compared to the Love Yourself tour. That makes more sense. So that's what they were talking about. The actual set list itself wouldn't, wasn't changed, but it did change from the Love Yourself tour. To speak to yourself. To speak yourself to Okay. So that's yeah, what he's I... talking about, and it got taken out of context. Context. All right. So, um, and... Thank you for being educated. Yes. And they did God say bless. that um, they did it this way because they wanted it to be more of a festival than a concert. Mm-hmm. Um, which, by the way, I think they succeeded phenomenally. Oh, um, yeah. Everybody's it, jumping up and dancing. Yeah. It wasn't... It, it was... Is Very high energy. It was. And, you know, being here at home, you know, uh, broken right now. I don't, <laughs> everybody on my Twitter knows I'm in a boot. But I'll tell you what, I was bouncing up and down on my couch the whole time. There you go. <laughs> so, that was amazing. Um, and and then, I love that. Like, no matter where you are, you can still feel connected to them. And you can still have fun and make it your own. And that's something that I've never experienced. Like, even though you're in a different country on the other side of the con- on the planet, like you can still enjoy them and be a part of it. Yes, I. Totally we were the agree. special kids. Yes, I would. That was my next thing. <laughs> just describe like how upset I was when it was all said and done. I was like, "Where the hell's the special guest? I don't understand. I thought somebody was gonna be there." And then all of a sudden, I did too. special thanks to our biggest voice, Army. And I was like, "Oh." Oh my really? God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm both honored and disappointed at the same time. I was ready to bop to some queen, but oh, you yes. know, we, it's okay. We, I, I'm very proud of our boys that they thought that we were, were special guests. I think that's, that's that, very I, cool. And that so shows sweet. how humble and how yeah. just exciting they are. They wanted to share it with everybody. I know. It was so adorable. But they did do the iconic queen chant. Yes. So let's talk about this. So I cried. I knew that some somebody, I knew it was going to happen. And there was no way that BTS, that it couldn't have, who they are, <laughs> was not going to do that. The fact yeah. that Jin did it just made it even better. <laughs> and... Um, I am very proud of him for doing that, and I'm glad that it worked, and I'm glad that it did really well. And I was talking to my friend who went to the concert yesterday and lives in the UK, and her and I had a conversation about it, and she said that she was very nervous over that because that's a big deal to the British. Um, yeah. That iconic, you know, the AO. So um, <clears throat> she said she was very scared that they were going to do it because they didn't. she didn't know if they would pull it off and she was she was scared that if they didn't pull it off that it would neg- negatively affect them. She yeah. said when it was all said and done, however, she said she was super excited that it worked and she was so proud. <laughs> and, um, My dad is like 46, 47, somewhere in there. 
And I was listening to the chant on my phone. I found a video on Twitter, and he goes, what's that? And I said, oh, it's um, Freddie Mercury and BTS um, doing the chant. And he goes, wait, what? I started freaking out, and he, like, jumped up and down. He was like, yeah, they made it. They did it. <laughs> and it's so crazy that, like, my dad's a part of, like, the Queen era, and so is my mom. And they were freaking out, saying, like, my two worlds collided. This is so cool. And it's just really special that I can share something like that with my mom and dad. And I, I think that's and that's what we talked a lot about um, on our last podcast. Like, yeah, BTS allows families to really connect with each other because you're taking uh-huh. something from the history that is our parents or our grandparents. Uh-huh. And they're bringing a part of that history back to them. And it's teaching the younger generation um, who the Beatles are and who Queen is and, you know, what they stand like for. That. Yes. Like my, mm-hmm. my daughter, she doesn't know who the Beatles were. Like she, she's almost 12. She doesn't know, but she's yeah. learned who the Beatles are. She's questioned who the Beatles are. And mm-hmm. because she's questioned, I've been able to sit her down and explain and let her listen to the music. Same thing with Queen. You know, we watched Bohemian Rhapsody as a family. You know, yeah. it, it makes it makes children or younger generations, such as yourself, if you don't know who the Beatles are or you don't know who Queen is, it allows you the opportunity to learn about it and learn mm-hmm. about the history of music. And see where all of this comes from. Right. And see who did it first and yes. who... I completely agree. And... Um, to quote, and can I just say, um, I am so proud of CNN. That was incredible. So I, I don't know if anybody has not yet seen um, the article that CNN.com put up. Um, if you we'll have link it. Yes, we will find it and link it. Go read it. It is a very long article. However, I am telling you, that in my history of being a BTS fan and listening, or not listening, but reading articles that have been written about them, that was by far the best article that has ever been written about these boys. I don't care who comes at me. I would love for you to tell me different. Because it's it impossible. It was exceptional. And if anybody will do it, like, a very mature, educated, like, very cultured article about them it'll be cnn they did it justice they They were very respectful they didn't address anyone like 12 year old little girls they they respected the way that we act toward them and the diversity that is in this fandom and i screenshotted some and sent them to sarah and there's one screenshot that i sent to her and i just want to read it because i feel like it totally encompassed everything Mm-hmm. So, it's very full circle. It is. Um, it says that the person that they're talking about is Dr. Kim, I believe it was, or Professor mm-hmm. Kim. And it says, Kim believes the next BTS isn't coming anytime soon. Currently, BTS are being compared to the Beatles, and that is just crazy, he says. The Beatles in world history are one of the top, top groups, and a K pop group climbed up the ladder to that level. I think it's going to be an unrivaled for at least decades. So they gave me goosebumps. 
it and it and it does because it's true. There's it is true. There is no way, and I'm sorry, but there is no way that another group is going to be able to do what BTS has done in just the past three years, let alone the past six years. There you go. But the last when you said climbed a ladder, it really got me because they came from nothing. Exactly. They came from the very bottom and made their way to the top, the very top. Yes, and I feel like it's the past three years for BTS has truly been phenomenal. Yeah. And coming from Blood, Sweat, and Tears in 2016, the very end, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. To where they are right at this moment. It has been such a blessing to watch. And I know I talk about, you know, seeing them from the very beginning to now. But really, when you really, really think about it, the past three years for these boys. No, no, no. Phenomenal. I'm sorry. Not boys. Men. Men. We will talk about that in a second. We um, will! <laughs> but to see them become who they are and become the men that they are and be where they are. They are in freaking Wembley Stadium. That is every artist's dream. And and RM even said that he felt like there was a wall, the UK wall, but then they and armies that night broke down the wall. Yep. The UK is one of the biggest like music um producing countries in the world. Like you've got Ed Sheeran, Adele, Queen, you've got like big names coming out of the UK and it's a hard case to crack because it's so legendary yeah and they did it they did and i'm so proud of them the other screenshot that i want and this doesn't really have anything to do with where they are but i can we just describe like how they described each member just listen because it gives me chills really it's accurate like whoever did this must have watched like a thousand v lives <laughs> because yeah. this is the only way you would know it is if you like Either, and you did your research. Yes, or you asked an army. So, you know. True. But anyway, so I'll read this. It says, the videos build up seemingly authentic characters for the members. V is the quirky one. Not wrong. Jimin is the flirty one. True. Jungkook is the supernaturally talented young member. So true. <laughs> J-Hope is high energy. Yes. Suga is the brooding magician or magician musician. <laughs> Jin, the handsome one, who often refers or reveals himself as a pun-loving dork. And RM, yeah. <laughs> RM, the per, uh, oh my god, what is that? Pre, prenaturally. Oh my god. Mature group leader. Among the fans online, the members are often represented by a different animal emoji. So, <laughs> I just, I love how they did so well. They said quirky. The pun-loving dork yes. is absolutely true. He may be the oldest and he's got visuals, but he's goofy and I love it. Yes, they are... By far, I mean, just those descriptions, literally, to a freaking T. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Now, if they had added something about dad jokes, I think it would have been better. But I get what they yeah. meant. Pun loving. I, I, I get I get the similarity. Pun loving. But <laughs> it's just, it, it kills me that they did it. So they must have done some serious, serious, serious research. And they did it correctly. I'm just, okay. I'm proud about that moment. Yes. So now let's talk about how these boys, quote unquote, became men. Men. Can we first eh. talk? Okay, I, I want to save Jungkook for the last. Yeah. Woo! I am seated. Okay, let's go. Okay, let's let's save him last. All right. First, let's talk about how far RM has come as a leader. And, and as a human being. I am so proud of him. Like, you could tell in the very beginning that RM was very, very nervous to be the leader. He didn't feel like he deserved it. Um, you know, it was it was a lot for him. And uh-huh. here recently, we have been seeing pictures pop up of, like, people take pictures of him watching the members. And he's like that dad that just is, like, looking on his kids with a big smile on his face, so proud. And uh-huh. I feel like that shows who he is as a person. Oh, I love him so much. And yesterday when he was talking, he didn't even cry, but I bawled my eyes out. Bawled my eyes out. He almost cried. He did. He almost cried, but I just cried so bad because, oh, I love him so much. He's my role model. He was my first bias. And he is, he is the perfect, the per the perfect leader for that group. I mean. He's the perfect man. Any one of those men would be great leaders, but I feel like RM has truly shown who he is as a, as a dad, as a, a leader, as a spokesperson, as he always calls himself. Mm-hmm. He really has done very, very well. He's he's just so he pays attention and he's very self aware of um, current worldly situations. He's so he's brilliant, and I would love to just sit down and talk to him for a bit. Like I really want to just see what he has to say about certain things, oh, and I you agree. can tell that he's so eloquently eloquently spoken. And that he knows what he's talking about and that he's taken the time to educate himself further than just, like, BTS. Like, he right. he knows he knows things, and I really respect that. He, you know, coming, he takes the time. Yes, and coming from somebody, I have a high IQ, too. Mm-hmm. So, him having a high IQ, just, it really, really wants me... Like, I really want to sit down with him and carry on a conversation because so bad. the way the way people who have high IQs, they have a very weird way of approaching things or understanding things, and we nitpick so bad, so bad. Mm-hmm. And I would just love to sit down with him after, mind you, give me five minutes of fangirling time. But then I would love to just sit down with him and have a conversation with this man about anything, literature, 
it doesn't matter. I don't care. We could talk about the damn weather, and I. I want to go on a walk with him in nature, like you post about. I just want to go like. I really want to teach him how to drive. Yes, uh, <laughs> I'll teach him. How, we can both teach him how to drive. Okay, that sounds like a plan. <laughs> I love that. Okay, you pick the next member. Okay. Um. I think J Hope. Oh my God. So first, okay. I just want to say that back in the day, J-Hope was so brooding. Very, like, standoffish? Yeah, no. I mean, yes and no. Like, he's yeah. always been happy, but, like, he's really shown himself in the past couple of years. Like, uh-huh. his personality has made, a like, a bigger change. Like, he's so... Aww. Okay, please don't kill me for saying this word. He's flamboyant so bad. And I yeah. love it so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's just so happy and so just great. And he's very um, unworldly. Like, he's got a very big personality. And, okay, when I came into this fandom, I loved every member but there was something about J-Hope that I just couldn't go in full throttle with. I don't know what it is. I agree. I don't know why. I want to smack myself in the face for this. But after that concert, I have the biggest crush on him. Uh, There's just something <laughs> him in person that just drove me wild. Okay. I don't understand. So two things. One, I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to quote Cameron he said okay. it. Did you read his tweet? I think so. Um, actually, I'm going to find it. I will explain the other part why I find that tweet. So, I told Sarah this, and I didn't really... I did post something up on uh, on Twitter about it, but um, my husband, <laughs> we went to the uh, uh, concert, and my husband, when it was all said and done, he was so shocked at J-Hope and his stage presence. and That man! <laughs> and I was, too. I couldn't believe it because J-Hope's never really been a... Like, he's been a biased record, but he's not been, like, the biased... You know what I mean? Yeah. And so... <laughs> he came for me. After that concert, I was just, like, thrown the hell away. I could not believe, could not believe how much stage presence that man has and I am I so excited but my husband, my husband was like listen he was like J-Hope thrusting his hips and whatever he's like if I wasn't gay before I think I might be gay now and I was <laughs> dying dying it's true though and I feel like why I wanted to talk about him next is because Back in the day, like, he was um, kind of overlooked, I think. Yes. And he's still overlooked now. But I think that, like, I remember um, a log that he did. He said, like, um, no one, like, no one's in my chat or something. Or, like, there's not any many people here. And now he has 70,000 people screaming his name. I cried. I cried during It moment. makes me so happy for him. And he's such an incredible 
performer and such an incredible human being. And he always makes sure that everyone's all right. He's always looking out for everybody. But, you know, he he wasn't a rapper. He was a dancer. Right. But he, he learned from Suga and RM and he adapted to that style. And he did I mean, so he like well. he was a hip hop dancer, but like he wasn't a rapper and he really embodies everything that a rapper is he's got the swag he's got the ad-libs his ad-libs dude we'll talk about that in a second but his his abilities and his talent just always blow me away and And it's just so fun that i wasn't like this with him before (laughs) i know and to go off of that i found i found cam's tweet and it says okay quote Everybody's a J Hope bias. Some people just don't know it yet. End quote. Exactly. And I just. Okay, so just to give us a short backstory before we go on to what else Sarah was saying. Emmy, my daughter, she was has has been a sugar bias for. Well, the whole time, all six years until here recently, yeah. and. Here in the past, oh god, I don't know, it's been like maybe four months, five months. She has been a J Hope fanatic. Like, everything has to be J Hope now. She wants mom everything. She wants a shirt that says J Hope. She wants to have a new fan that says J Hope. She wants J Hope pictures. She's got a huge sugar poster that she got for her birthday two years ago, and it's been on her bedroom wall since she bought it or since I bought it for her and Uh now she wants J-Hope everything and it just (laughs) I love it and my husband was a sugar bias for the entire time too and now J-Hope's like creeping up and I'm sitting here going now you know what I meant when I said bitch stay in your lane (laughs) there you go stay in your lane I swear but yes he is Oh, that man has stage presence. That man can... Oh, my God, he's killing me. He's crazy. And every time... Okay, I re-downloaded Hope World, and I downloaded all of his songs, and every time I hear a song, and I hear, hey, Hope World, I lose my mind! Every time, Katie, it's not funny. I, I keep love it. Literally, not a soul. No one. No one says anything. I'm over here going, Hope World, bitches! <laughs> I swear! I'm so lit for him now. And, okay, I have four albums. Out of the four, I have three that came with J-Hope cards. He was, by, he was like, pay attention to me, bitch. Pay attention to me. I'm here. <laughs> Look at me. Why won't you pay attention to me? And here I am. So, to, to speak about um, <laughs> albums with, <laughs> with cards in it, can I just express? So, all of my albums that I've ever gotten has either been Jen, RM, Suga, and Jen, RM, Suga, and J-Hope. I, my bias is Jimin and my bias record well actually I have two biases which is Jimin and Jungkook it's very hard for me to get one of them I have never gotten a Jimin card in my entire life neither have I I've gotten J-Hope and Jungkook until this last album 
I got the, I got, I bought all four versions, and the last version, oh. I had to wait, like, weeks to get, because, you know, bills, gotta pay bills, gotta have a place I don't to live, think. you know, anyway, so I finally was able to get the last version of the album, um, which I believe was version number three, and, um, it took me a couple of weeks, I finally got it, I was begging the world, and sure enough, I got my first Jimin photo card. And I my Jungkook photo card in my wallet. I screamed as loud as I could because it was the first time I've been buying albums for six years, and this was the first time I'd ever gotten one. We were whenever I opened my um, answer album was when I got the Jungkook card. I was in the car with my mom, and we had just left Target. We were in like the intersection of this town nearby, and I I whipped open the album. And I saw him looking right back at me, and I started crying. My mom goes, honey, what's wrong? And I said, <laughs> And she was like, oh, my God, what's wrong with you? And I said, <laughs> And it's like that every single time. Can we also just quickly talk? We will go back to the members because we're getting off okay. topic. But we can are. we go back? Did you Have you seen that clip on, on Twitter about the girl who thought it was a photo card? And it wasn't a photo card. It was the 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 scan code. No. No. Okay. I I never. I don't think I retweeted it. I'll have to see if I did because I can't find it now. But there was. Okay. I feel so sorry for her, and I'm sorry for calling you out if you're actually one that's listening to it. But it was so cute. She was holding up this card, and it was a scan card. You know, the one that says Big Hit Entertainment. It's got the little cube scan or whatever. Yeah, and she was holding it towards the camera, and she was, like, covering it with her other hand, and she was like, oh, I don't know who it's going to be. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? And so she moves her hand and sees the back of the card. She flips over the card and then just starts cracking up laughing because she realizes it wasn't a photo card. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, so cute. It was cute, and I was like, oh, honey, I'm so sorry, but that is just so adorable. So if you That's are adorable. one of the ones that is listening to it, I'm sorry I called you out, but you were adorable. You nice, keep going. Oh my god, you Katie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yes, okay, so RMJ Hope, uh, we'll go with, we'll go with Jen, we'll go with the mom. Our Let's get it. Wonderful pink princess. I don't know, okay, that's the thing with him, I don't like calling him a mom anymore. I don't think he fits that title. Not anymore, I feel like. He's always going to be our pink princess. I don't care what anybody says. Somebody come at me. I dare you. <laughs> because he is our pink princess. I don't care. Because <laughs> he's so adorable and he loves pink. And I just, I, there is nothing wrong with a man liking pink. And I'll tell you what. Not a damn thing. I think that men in pink are sexy as hell. So. There you go. I made my husband wear a pink shirt one time for something that we had to dress up with like a tie and everything. And I made him wear a pink a pink shirt with a pink tie and she's okay anyway sorry um <laughs> but jen has come a long way too and i feel like he's never really changed necessarily as his personality i feel yeah, like yeah. he's always been very consistent very happy very excited very giggly and but i personally and i just want to talk about this for 2 seconds i absolutely love the dynamic between Jin and Jungkook. 
the youngest. That, okay, I could talk about that relationship for hours upon hours. They are literally Tom and Jerry. They are, and I and I think that's what what makes Jen such a, a unique person because he can literally he himself is the oldest of the group. Yeah. But he acts like the youngest of the group. <laughs> he does. He gets along with them so well. He does, and, and like, I think that's what makes it better. And I think that's a lot to do with why people called him the mom of the group. But and yeah. he, he kind of still is. He takes care of them. But I, I don't really want to call him the mom of the group anymore either. It's more like the yeah. caretaker. You know, like he's so he's legitimately like the family you know what i mean like he's mm-hmm. he's made that family become more of a family i mean he cooks he's raised them, them. yeah he literally raised jungkook and so it's just i love i love jen as just a a dynamic in itself because mm-hmm. he's never he's always been true to himself you've seen him come out of a shell a little bit oh yeah um, oh yeah. Yeah, he was shy at the very beginning, and now he's not as much. But his personality has never really changed. It's just you get to see that personality on a daily basis now. He's got more confidence too. Yes. Like he was scouted. Like he was an actor. He he didn't want to sing or dance, but they're like, "Hey, you're good looking. Come join our company." <laughs> and imagine, but like he even said that he was very nervous to sing and dance, but. He's come such a long way. He's an incredible performer. He is an amazing singer. Singing okay, is so his, oh my god. At, okay, at Wembley. Talk about oh, Wembley for a second. So we talked Those about this yesterday. Fake yes. Love. Yes. Sarah and I like spent twenty minutes on this conversation yesterday. I fake love definitely. He oh Jesus. He owned that shit. You talk about fake love. I'll talk about epiphany. Okay, okay. I was just, you know, sitting there enjoying it, and all I hear is just this, like, crystal clear. He literally, he hit the note, and he grabbed it, and by the throat, and dragged it to hell. He owned that shit. He owned it. And I'm in, uh, there have been times whenever, like, you hear it, and it, uh, he think he kind of sounds out of breath a little bit, but this time he was full on just belting out those notes. And I want okay, his three part harmonies and Crystal Snow, all of his high notes in the other songs. He literally screamed in Dionysus. Yep. He is an incredible vocalist who needs more attention. Yes, Period. I agree one hundred percent. And you know what? And now going into Epiphany, I think he got that attention yesterday during Epiphany Uh because I am telling you what. Now, I saw Epiphany live in New Jersey, and it was absolutely amazing. But yesterday, I I cry watching, or not really watching, but listening to Epiphany, I do. I cry because... That song truly shows you that you need to love yourself and that it's okay to love yourself and learn to love yourself before you can love others. And I think that's what he went through, too. Like, he really learned to love himself. And that high note yesterday, why everybody was sitting there waiting for him to hit it, and Uh. he was just staring at everybody, and I just, when he hit it, I cried. Like, I didn't cry to begin with. But it's, oh my god, I'm about to tear up right now because I can hear it echoing in my head. 
when he uh-huh. hit that high note, it truly touched my soul. Like it was probably I'm one of cry his too. Best, it was probably one of his best high notes I've heard from him in a very long time. Yeah. It was amazing and it touches your soul and tells you it's almost like it's petting your soul and saying it's okay. They outdo themselves every single time. They do. And he's coming from somebody who couldn't really necessarily sing and dance, but learned how to do so. But coming from and that, executed he's, it. Yes. Amazing. Yes. And he has literally transcended to a whole nother level at this point. He has. And I also want to just quickly check. Jen's so bad at acting. <laughs> I love him. I do, but I I don't think he's bad at it. I just think he can't keep a straight face. He so, just, he laughs too much. Yes. I think if the boys weren't around, sorry, the men, the men weren't around, he would do better because he wouldn't be yes. distracted. I like, just, he just, they crack him up. And I laugh just so can't, much, I can't help it. <laughs> He's so cute. Oh god, I love him so much. Anyway, okay. Okay, so Oh, you're you're next. Pick a pick a member. Okay, um I'm going with Jimin. Ooh, girl. Mm. I have got something to say, okay? Can we be real for a second? I uh, I'm going to keep my mouth shut cuz go ahead. Okay. From debut, he was pictured as this bad boy, hard ass girl. I got muscles, I got abs. Come at me, I'm a badass. Blah blah. blah. Now he's this very soft, feminine, like he's just himself, and he's not like this hard, like a- a- angry, aggressive character. He's very like refined and very elegant and um i like that about him like he he decided against being like conforming to society's um ideas and thoughts on what a man should be like and he definitely embodies everything that a man can be it's okay to be softer and um elegant and very like he's just He's unworldly. He's the man that poets write about. Okay. He's got both sides. He's, oh, God, he's the perfect man. <laughs> he is. I, if there's one thing that my friends here, not my Twitter friends, but my friends here, my family, my coworkers, everybody knows about me. And I tell this to my husband every single day. And, it, and it's a meaning uh, in a fun way, but. Sarah, you'll understand what I mean when I say this. I tell my husband all the time, if Jimin ever showed up at my door and said, I want to marry you, I'm going to take you to South Korea, I'd be like, bitch, wait, let me get a divorce. I'd be gone. Because that man is legitimately the perfect man ever. I would never leave my husband for anybody else except for Jimin. Well, maybe Jungkook, too. We'll get to that later. Anyway. <laughs> so, Jimin is definitely, what everything you said is so true. Like, he is just so, like, I loved him back in the day when he was, like, the big badass type. But, like, seeing him go from being what society saw teenagers as 
to the man that he is now is it's been a it's been such a glow up that is like the ultimate glow up i feel like because he's literally done like a 360 180 whatever you want to call it and he's so much more comfortable in his own skin now now that he can express himself freely and show the world that it's okay to a man doesn't have to be a man in order to be a man exactly and and i think that's a lot that they're trying to teach everybody it's okay to be different yeah it's okay to be who you are no matter who it is or what you are and yeah i just i i love that i do and so the next subject that i want to talk about can we please talk about that man's english okay I was blown away. You get it, Jimin. You tell that story in English. I could not believe at how well his English has come. Like, I legitimately, like, I was like, okay, so they're going to talk. They got the translator there. Like, you know, because Sugar feels very uncomfortable speaking. And we'll talk about him when we get to him. But, like, he feels a little uncomfortable when he's speaking English. And, that, and you know, it's understandable. It's not your first language. It makes it, you know, English is a hard language. It is and so I think you know I was like oh okay so they got the translator so you know we'll be good and then that um, oh my god then he's like just a full on freaking conversation and I was like bitch what he really went off I was very impressed I am so impressed and his voice can we just talk about his English voice Jesus I love what? hearing them speaking English because I can get like a a thought like a I can hear what they sound like, truly, yeah. in my native tongue. Mm. And it's, it's cool. so different because Jimin's voice when he's singing is higher. Yeah. And more feminine. And then when he speaks English, it's like, what the hell just happened? Whoa. It's a little deeper. Like, you can hear, like, the Busan accent. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. Katie, so, it's okay. Great. I'm trying to. I'm overheating <laughs> over here. Anyway, that man is just legitimately the perfect man. Okay, okay and so his I, contemporary skills. Oh, yes. Oh. His movements are so fluid. Mm. He can amazing. move. He's amazing. He really is. Like, I just, oh. Oh, and can we just talk about his tattoo that made a little high? I was going to talk about that. So, <laughs> I have been saying since day one when the first time anybody ever said, Wait a minute, why is this tattoo still on him? This was she wants the tattoo, y'all. Well, yeah, because everybody's like, oh, that's the, you know, they're doing it for something. And I was like, mm, I don't know, man. And I told my husband and I told Sarah and I told all my other K-pop friends, I said, if we find out that that tattoo is real, this bitch is getting that tattoo the same spot. And guess what? Katie's going to save up her money and I'm going to get that tattoo. She will. Because... I love the meaning behind that tattoo. I love that it's a song from Suga. I love, mm-hmm. like, I just love everything behind it. And I really do like that tattoo. I really do. I don't know why it speaks to me because it just does. Like, I don't, I, I don't. Yeah. So, yes, I will be getting that tattoo at some point in my life. And I will probably wear that tattoo. Speaking of tattoos, I want the day I went to the concert tattooed on me. And I want the BTS symbol on me, too. So, yes. 
I think that would be an awesome uh, tattoo. I want 511.19. So I have the actual um, symbol on my on my wrist, and I have my name in Korean on top of it. And it's, it makes me proud because a lot of people ask me what the tattoo is. And um, I love being able to say, you know, that's my name in Korean, and this is from BTS. And then they're like, oh, who's BTS? Then you get to explain it to them. So it makes it, I don't know, it makes it amazing that you can actually, like, you know what I mean, tell people about it. So uh-huh. I, I, I agree with that, and I can't wait for you to get it. <laughs> I'm really, like, okay, like you said, like, people just ring you like, oh, my gosh, what's that? And I think that they're doing a really good job of breaking down stereotypes. Yes. And I think ARMY has done that, too. When you think of a boy band, you're like, ugh, screaming girls, ugh. Mm -hmm. But now you have, like, professors and working adults and grown men, grown women loving this group. And they've they've broken the social norm of what a boy band does and what a boy band is. Yes. And I really, really enjoy and appreciate that. I just want to say that. Yes. Um, okay, so next member is Sugar. Okay. Ooh, I love this man. Ah! Oh. I love Mr. Menyungi. Let's get it. Okay, so I am so... <laughs> I, for the life of me, still to this day, I don't understand why the boys are so scared of him. <laughs> He's like the biggest... He's the cutest thing ever! I, um, the thing that's coming to my mind right now, I have two two things that are coming to my, or one thing that's coming to my mind. Okay. Is that army bomb, that art, or not army bomb, I'm sorry, that, uh, uh, oh my god, really? Bong tong bomb, that, um, yeah. where they're like, he's laying down and he swears at the camera. <laughs> yes! When he's sleeping? Yes. Okay, I think when he's sleeping, like, you don't mess with them, like, the man loves to sleep, he wants to be rocking his next life, like, we get it. But, he's, I've noticed that in the last couple of years that I've been a fan, at least, he's seemed so much more carefree and happy. And I think he's in a really, really good place mentally and physically now. You can definitely tell that he's just so happy to be surrounded by his other members and all of these fans. Like, he... Music means the world to him, and producing means the world to him. He struggled so much as a kid trying to become a producer. Now he's won awards. He's a Grammy-nominated artist. Like, he's he's made it, and he's done it, and I'm proud of him for that. Yes. Like, going through all of that at such a young age with your dream and being told that, oh, you guys aren't hip-hop, you guys aren't, no, you can't do this, to now selling out these massive stadiums and having this much attention on you and I think that there's pressure in that like he's always talked about how he doesn't really like big crowds and he kind of gets overwhelmed but you can see how much fun he has at these concerts like during on command twerking (laughs) I okay that's a very big character development thing he's become more comfortable in that like I never would have imagined like coming into this fandom this like tiny little hard rapper to throw it back in a circle multiple times man can throw it back yes i am like i just i i love the dynamic behind him too because he's really come into himself out of his shell yes yeah he was he was in a in a rough time 
you know, he he hated the world. At, I mean, Augusty, okay? We all know. Augusty. We all know. It's a bop. It's a great album, but there was so much anger behind it. It was. And to see him out of that shell and out of that, that depression is just so... Just so smiley now. Yes, and that gummy smile. Can we just talk about the gummy <laughs> smile? <laughs> I, I love that smile. I have a problem, guys. Like, I genuinely have a problem. I... My bias is Jungkook. I love him. Good for you, sweetie. Love you, boo. But with Yoongi, every time I see him, I start crying. I don't know what about him makes me so soft, but I just love him so much. I think he has shown the world who he is as a person. Yeah. And I think that's helped people because... And um, you know, I've talked to Sarah about this before, but when I first became in a part of this fandom, which was, you know, when they debuted, Yoongi was a, yeah. it was a, like a turnoff for me. Yeah. And, and I didn't, it's not that I hated him cause I didn't, but there was just something about him that I just, I couldn't grasp onto him. And then yeah. here in recent years, <coughs> excuse me, recent years, it's completely changed. Like, he's he's become such a great person and uh-huh. has done so much that I have learned to appreciate him so much more. And, yeah. you know, I just, I, I absolutely love him. And I think my turning point, and I, I'm sorry to say that it took me so long and I hate myself every day for it, but the turning point for me was fake love. Fake love. Yes. Yeah. I, I just, oh. Oh, man, that man. I'm telling you. I think me and, like, Yoongi, like, obsession is because we're both Pisces. His birthday's the day after mine. See, and that could be. But, see, I'm a Pisces, too, so I'm not really sure because, like, I, I couldn't connect with him. Yeah. I, I think it made it better for me to connect to him when he was able to show himself, show the world who he really was. And I think uh-huh. after he, you know, not really got over his depression because unfortunately I'm tell- I'm here to tell you that you don't ever completely get over your your depression, but yeah. For him to be able to accept his depression and be better because of it, I think that's what helped me understand and appreciate him so much more. Uh-huh. Um and he uh-huh. is just uh, He's just so amazing. I, I love him so He's much. He's brilliant. And I just want to talk about the uh, the y- the Yoongi Jimin moment at the concert. Where that Jimin was so him. cute. Yes. Yoongi! <laughs> it was so adorable. Absolutely adorable. And I think, I think okay, Suga seems very like, he, can't, he comes off as like kind of standoffish to some people that are newer to the fandom. But, like, when you see him with the members, he doesn't care what they do to him. Every freaking clip I see of Jungkook and Suga, Jungkook's just, like, smacking him or, like, punching him in the shoulder, like, messing with his beanie or, like, just being weird around him. And he's so used to it now. Yes. Same with Taehyung and Jimin. Like, they just do whatever and he doesn't care. Yes. And, and I-, I love his relationship with Jin. Me too. I do. He's the only one that he calls young. Yes, and I think that I think that 
that shows, um, to go back to when we were talking about Jen, I think that goes to show what the dynamic it is for um, him to be the oldest member. Like, yeah, all of the members call him young. Uh-huh. And there was a bong tong bomb that was just put out. Uh, oh, it was the um, Idol Dance Off. Yeah. And J-Hope called him young, too. And it just, it really warms my heart to know that they all have that big brother that they are truly proud of. Yeah, I'm going to start crying. <laughs> I know, okay. <sighs> okay, next member. Okay. Um. Tay. Tay, yeah. Go ahead. Spit okay. It Spit it off. Do it. All right. I think that he has two different sides to him. Oh, well, definitely. Okay, yeah. All right, we'll go with two. Okay, so with him, he's very cute, and he kind of acts like a little baby sometimes. Like, he has those little, like... He even said that he was, like, the baby of Bang Ten in that um, interview recently. But he's got, like, this very cute, innocent side. Like, he always looks very, like, adorable. But then you get him in, like, his little singularity persona, you could say. And it's That man is the... Turns into the devil himself. (laughs) It is not okay! Can we just talk about his tongue for, like, five seconds? It's a switch that goes off, dude! Like, (laughs) he knows what he's doing! I love when he looks at the camera and he gives that, like, sexy, smoldering look, you know, licks his lips, and then all of a sudden it's, bam, switches into, hi! (laughs) Yes, it's like, hi guys! Hi guys! I just... (laughs) What are you doing?! I feel like he has a split personality sometimes. He does! (laughs) He does! But, okay. With him, he loved to act. He loved to act and he loved to sing. But he was, he wasn't auditioning. He went with a friend to, like, his friend's audition. And they were like, dude, he's good looking. Go, go now, go now. Get him, snatch him. And they had to call his parents. And he... He's a very family-oriented person, and I really respect that with his grandma and grandpa. He came from nothing. Like, he he was born on a farm, and he really didn't have much. Like, there's a story about how his mom bought him, like, this big jacket, like, this really expensive one. And she bought it because she didn't want the big city boys making fun of her son. And it just, it really warms my heart to see him coming from such humble beginnings to now wearing Gucci all the time and And he's still he is he's still humble about it like he doesn't like flex his money and throw it in people's faces like he'll he'll buy something really expensive and he'll wear it but he's not like look at me bitch better have my money like he's not he's not that type I just I love that his closet is full of shirts that are like ten dollars Yes! He's very, he's still very, like, he's, he's got, still a human being. He's got grandpa, grandpa, uh, fashion sense, though. He does, and I love it. I love his mind. He's very artistic and creative, and he's an old soul. And 
He's very, like, just aesthetic. Oh, definitely. I love that man so much. Like, There's just so many layers to him. There is. He's like an onion, and you have to peel him back. Peel him? Yes! It's it's absolutely amazing to me where he's come from. And, like, if you look at, like, back in the day to now, he's so – he's come into his look so well. He really grew into his features. And – He's absolutely breathtaking. Can we um, just talk about the fact that he was the number one – most handsome face handsome in the man. world. Come on. Oh, anyway. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> and Proud. I just want to talk about, and this is, I don't know if this is really considered an unpopular opinion, but yeah. him with blue hair. Good stuff. That is my favorite look on him ever. Good stuff. Like, oh my I God. I missed the mullet though. I do miss the mullet. I love the mullet. I miss the but mullet. Him and blue hair, and when he wears those contact, oh jeez. Woo! <sighs> Intense, dude. It is. It really is. His, his just. Oh, he is so beautiful. He really is beautiful. And his voice. Ooh, DNA voice. His DNA his voice. range. No, no, no. His range is astounding. Oh. Definitely. I'm so surprised Absolutely that you can go from low to high like that. Oh, my God. Like, the DNA, like, um, breakdown voice, that was insane. Singularity, insane. But those high notes in Answer Love Yourself mm-hmm. and in Magic Shop and then his stigma high note and his range is incredible. He really, truly is an artist in every way. And his acting abilities. Give him another drama. Yes, please. God. We've been debating about this for days upon days. He needs We just want a drama. And his photography. He, I just can't get over how well-rounded of a human being he is. I just, <laughs> like, they really need, like, he needs to be more um, confident with his, with his photography because... I really and his want painting to, skills. Yes, because I really, really, really want to go to a gallery featuring Vante. Hearing you said that gave me chills. Could you? I imagine, need it. Like, oh my god! Just could you imagine going to New York City and going to an art gallery, which is strictly all Vante? I, mean, I would die. Just the chills and. Oh, I got goosebumps. I have goosebumps. Oh, and like, okay, little like insert and like, like a PSA type of thing here. Um, I need RM to write a poem book of just like pictures that he's taken and poems that he's written out in nature. Anyway, back to Taehyung. Oh yes, definitely will. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, I would love to own a piece of artwork made by him. Like, I know that it's so simple. I can go to Walmart and I can print off, you know, like a picture and put it in a frame. No, that's not what I want to do. I want to spend a hand painted canvas. Yes, I want to spend the damn money and own an actual physical piece of artwork that he has made with his two hands. That's incredible. I would pay that money. Okay, I feel like okay with Taehyung, I feel like on a day off, he's got Tan running around. He's wearing baggy clothes and he's got like his glasses on. It smells like 
very it smells like coffee even though he doesn't like coffee like he i feel like he smells like coffee and smells like expensive per like cologne and i see him painting and there's like jazz music playing in the background oh and he's and got it's just paint like on his hands yes oh God, it's like paint yes. everywhere ah! yes. <sighs> oh. all right okay anyways so let's go with our very last but not least <sighs> The one that has legitimately done the biggest grow up are Jungkook. I've ever seen. Jungkook. Jung, Jungkook. <sighs> Say it louder. Jung. Come on, Jungkook. mama. Come on, mama. Cookie. Cookie. <laughs> yeah, look at Okay, so I, I cried yesterday. Because I, re- oh my God, I think I might cry. I remember <laughs> seeing this 15 year old boy who was scared and didn't know what to do or how to act or what to say, who used to hide behind the other members. He who- still hides behind them. Who are you talking oh, yeah, to? I know, but you know what I mean. He- yeah didn't know what to do he didn't talk to girls he i mean he freaked out and now he didn't really talk to anybody no he didn't he really didn't and now you see him speaking english going on v lives uh talking to girls being nice to people i mean he's always been nice but you know what i mean he's just very he's more open and like he even said that like okay growing up is hard in general, like it's just hard. From fifteen to twenty-two, you grow up, like you become a person, and that in general is just so difficult. I'm I'm going through the same thing. Everybody's gone through it, but to go through that in the public eye makes it even is worse. worse. But you know what? But he did it with the help he of the other did. members. He did, and we talked about this before. But Jungkook is literally the embodiment of all six of those members in one. Yeah. He has grown up and has not spent more than a few days away from all of his brothers. Mm-hmm. That he has truly become one with every single one of them. Yeah. I feel like that's why they get along so well is because he grew up with them. They raised him. Yes. He he joined Big Hit because he thought RM was cool. Like, that's that's cute to me. Like, companies were dying to have this kid, and he just said, oh, he's cool. Yep. That's I, so cute. I feel like he's such a talented man, and he's so well-rounded that uh-huh. the fact that he gave up... Everybody else, YG, JYP, SM, and there was a whole bunch of other ones that that wanted him. Uh-huh. And he gave it all up for this no-name company because he knew who RM was uh-huh. and wanted to be a part of that. And now That's absolutely he, astounding. It is. And now here we are standing on Wembley Stadium, literally singing his heart out. To over 25 million people. He, okay. 
I love that you said he's a man. We're going to talk about that for a second. I know a lot of people are like, oh, he's the Machne. He's a baby. Okay. Honey, I love you, but he's not a baby anymore. He's a grown man now. I think that he's established that. Listen, that boy. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. That man. He is thick. He is thick. Can we just talk about that for five seconds? His arms and his thighs. Holy shit. Uh Uh-huh. I don't understand. I cannot comprehend it. I've never seen a person with that type of physique before. And it really, really makes me mad that there's not ever going to be another one. Like, okay. So, to get slightly off the topic. Okay. Um, Monster X has Wanho. And I am telling you that that man is like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I love him so much. But, but, okay, and please nobody come at me for this because I, I, don't, mean, I don't mean this in a bad way at all. Sometimes yeah. he's over the top. Do, do you know what I mean by that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Zach Efron. Like you're just, it's, it's, it's a, a little, little too, too much. much. Yes. Yeah. Um, the other one's The Rock. I love The Rock. Oh my God, man. I would like to put like honey on that man's. No, okay, sorry. Nope. <laughs> gotta keep, gotta keep it PG-13. Anyway, but the point is, is like, <laughs> Sarah, don't, don't laugh at me. <laughs> I'm dying, I'm dying. It's fine, we're fine, we're okay. fine. But, like, Jungkook is like the perfect, like, he's not too he's big. He's a balance. Yes, he's not too big, he's not too small, he's like legitimately perfect. And like, those thighs, oh my god, listen. Can I-, I can collectively say that I've heard every single person that I've ever come in contact with that that's an army say they want to be suffocated by him. Listen, I just want... I, you know what? Okay. Do you want to know? I'm, I'm going to make this un-PG-13 for about five seconds. Hey! Five, I, will, right. I will tell you what I want, okay? I okay. just want Jungkook sitting on a counter, like a kitchen counter or something, pulling uh-huh. him, pulling you, whoever, me, well, preferably me at this point, but <laughs> <laughs> pulling me in to like him. So where those thighs go around, like, you know how you like wrap your legs around somebody and just yeah. squeezing me there and hugging me. Could you imagine? Oh, my God. Like the feel of his muscles against Melissa. Woo, woo, OK. <laughs> I'm OK. No, you're not. No. Like, could oh, you just imagine? Could you feel like. You could legitimately just sit there and feel it. Like, I'm. He's listen, solid. My face just turned red. I'm weak. Okay. Can we, okay. Another thing about him, he makes me want to get up off my ass and do something. Yeah. Like, he, motiva- he motivates me. We talked about this in our last podcast. We did. He does. He makes you, and I don't know if it's because he's multi talented and you just, you see him do boxing, you see him do lifting, like, swimming. The whole night, you're that. like, Jesus, I need to do something with my life because what the hell am I doing? Yeah, he's like 22, almost 22. And I'm 32, sitting here on my couch on my ass. Now, mind you, I'm slightly broken, so I have an excuse right now. Slightly broken. <laughs> Sarah, be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, okay, I just, okay, for everybody out there, I was playing volleyball on Memorial Day, but, you know, I jumped and I hit the ball and we won the game. I just happened to 
sprained my ankle, which happened to be the same ankle that I broke four years ago, and I just <sighs> happened to be put in a boot, and, you know, it's, it's okay. It's fine, right? It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> we won the game. It's okay. <laughs> but it feels like after my three months are up of being in this boot, it feels like, damn girl, you need to do something now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, after this, I'm going to go swim a couple laps. Yeah, I just, uh, I absolutely love it. I, I love where he's become. Like, I love mm-hmm. watching. See, at one point, many years ago, Jungkook yeah. was a bias of mine, and it felt very weird for me because I was older, you know, and, like, it was hard for me to kind of wrap my head around, you know, having somebody that was so young. He's, you like, know. 10 years younger than you. Yes, he is. So it was very weird for me, and so I kind of pushed him off to the side a little bit because I felt like it was, you know... It was like a cougar you thing for me. It felt uncomfortable, yes. yeah, because he's so young. And then as he got older, um, blood, sweat, and tears happened, and I was like, mm, you know, and I started seeing him a little bit more. Oh, DNA dang. hit, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> and then, ooh. I think Danny was whenever he really captured my attention, because I was Jim advised in the first part of my BTS journey. <laughs> Like, I saw Blood, Sweat, and Tears, Jimin, and I was like, who, who, who is that boy? Who, who is he? Yes. Uh, fake and now we made it here. screwed me over. Yeah. Fake love was the day that I realized that he was no longer a baby, and he was a man, and... He's a grown man. I wanted to put whipped cream on his chest. I... Go off. <laughs> I... I feel that. I We all do. We all collectively feel that. It, it's okay. We understand. We relate. We get it. It's, it is good. Yeah. All good. But they are all men now, and I think that's what we were trying to, to get at. They are all men. Uh-huh. However, can we also go, like, just really quickly. We won't go into detail, but really quickly. Um, stop. Like, I know that we have our fantasies. Oh, yeah. Clearly. Can we not throw our naked selves onto Twitter and tag BTS in it, hoping that your favorite will see you and then write on your boobs that they are Yoongi's boobs? Can we not do that? Because that's just a thing. That's a thing. That's a thing. That is definitely a thing. Do you remember the girl writing a pillow to Dang? Yes. Like, I get it. We, we all get it. We all have our fantasies. I, I want yeah. I want to, you know, put whipped cream on Jungkook's chest for Christ's sake. But the point but is... You're I'm not, not going to actually, like... Try to do it? Yeah. You're not... There's a lot... Okay, there's a fine line, I think, between a fan and a crazy, obsessive stuffing. Yes. Like, you need... Either you... You, okay, you can fantasize. You can be like, oh, my God, I would love to blah, blah, blah. But there's a point where it becomes too much, and it's disrespectful. Exactly. And, you know, we talked about this. Like, Sarah and I have conversations every – we talk every single night. Yeah. And, you know, when we talk um, – We had a conversation, ma'am. <laughs> yes, we, we had did. a conversation. We had a very, very real conversation about things that we would love to see – or how we felt about each member. But the point is, is that's what it is. It's a conversation. We're not going to... We're not putting action to those words. Yes. 
and you know then there's other people and i happen to be one of them who are p okay and it's okay yeah. to do that because it's a fantasy thing and it's a way for you to put your fantasy to an outlet but the point is is that nobody wants to see your naked ass all over twitter i'm sorry but i don't no i really don't so for those and of i doubt that they are, would want to too yes they're they're yes they're men and i'm positive that they have those thoughts but the point is they're gonna have those thoughts for somebody that they care about they don't want yeah. some random girl throwing themselves at them so how that happens respect- every single day yes. so have like you can, it's a yourself. fandom like you can't help that like people are gonna do that but it's just disrespectful it is and you should have respect for yourself as a person there you go you know because the thing is, is yes, you're very beautiful, and I'll be the first one to admit that you're beautiful. Every single one of our armies are beautiful. I don't care what go. anybody says. I don't care how young, how old, how, you know, male, female, transgender. I don't give a shit. You are all beautiful. Whatever. You are all beautiful. But the thing uh-huh. is, you don't need a bunch of people telling you that. <sighs> now, see, that's going to come out really mean. Yes, it's nice to have people tell you that you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. But but you should have enough validation for yourself yes. to not need it from people. Yes, exactly. Thank you, because sometimes I'm just a bitch. So. Uh, I, I'm, I feel that. I'm, I can be bitchy, too. Trust me. So Sometimes you just got to watch what you say and put it in perspective. Yes. What would RM do? I say that a lot. Yes, yes. What would <laughs> RM do? Okay, yes. so now that we talked about all the... Uh, the members, let's go back to Wembley Stadium. Can I just talk about the camera work? Oh, girl. Yes, ma'am. I told Sarah when she, her and I talked right after the uh, the concert was over. And her and I were talking about how it legitimately felt like you were at the concert. And let's the, just kidnap them and bring them to, like, all of the shows. Yes. It was like, I told Sarah, I said, you know what? Wait, they, Katie, wait, 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 Katie, 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 Katie. What, what, what? They posted, no, I think it's either on, it's on Instagram. What? It's like Jungkook running laps with headphones in. <gasps> Sound check's already happening. Oh my God, oh my God, okay. Pause. Day two, day two is coming. I'm so happy for them. Oh. I think he was either, like, running to the stage or just, like, running. Uh, okay. It's in laps. Okay. Okay. So. That's what you're saying. Yes. I just, I feel like if they really, really, truly did that for every concert, like, they would still sell out, but they would Uh make so much on top of that. I feel like those who can't go would be able to do it because it's half the price of a concert ticket. Uh-huh. And you're enjoying it in your home. Like, it was absolutely amazing. Like, it was yeah. really like you were at the concert. Uh-huh. I just, I loved it. I loved the camera work. I loved, they did so well. And I'm so proud of those cameramen. It makes me want to kiss every single one of them. Uh-huh. So... <sighs> Can we also talk about... (laughs) 
Can we talk about Tay and Jungkook? I feel so he bad smacked, for Jungkook. He literally like <laughs> smacked him in the in the crotch. I feel so bad for Jungkook. It, <laughs> it was so funny, but at the same time, I'm like, oh my god, that poor man. He really didn't react as like as big as I thought he would. Yeah, he did really well. I'm surprised that he did. I'm surprised he wasn't, like, doubling over in pain, rolling around on the ground. Because he whacked him. He did. He whacked him hard. He did. Although we all we all know that Jungkook has the worst slap, though. Yeah. Yeah. J-Hope clearly made that, made that known. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, um, now, I don't know. There's not really much else to talk about Wembley. Like, Do we want to close? Because this is an hour and 18 minutes long. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, really quick, we'll touch on Festa. Everybody, welcome to Festa. <laughs> Festa 2019. We've already Let's been go. we have already been graced with 46 wonderful pictures of the boys. Amen. Oh, men. Sorry, I keep calling them boys. I yes. know. We'll have to get we'll have to get used to that. We will. So we will. 46 pictures of these wonderful men. And um, they were absolutely beautiful and breathtaking and just, it was, it was amazing to see that. So I'm very, I'm very excited for tomorrow. What is tomorrow? What's supposed to be tomorrow? I forgot. I'm not sure, but 10 a.m. 10 a. my time, 12 a.m. KST. Let me Get see. ready, ladies, because it's coming. Uh, okay, let's see. Tomorrow is, we just got family portrait uh -huh. tomorrow will be the bts photo collection we get more pictures yes i have to change my wallpaper again and can we just talk about how on tuesday we are going to have the audio uh, <laughs> i am so scared, scared and excited all at the same time We're gonna we're gonna make it through. We are, and I just want to talk about. I cannot wait for this uh, on Panmon video. Let's go! I don't know if it's gonna be a dance practice or if it's gonna be like an actual video. I'm hoping it's an actual video because Man deserves better. Yes, on Panmon is absolutely okay. First of all, it's Chris's, my husband's favorite song ever, mm -hmm. and Go Go is his second. Fa well, actually, no, I take that back. Save Me is his favorite. Yeah, and then on Panmon, and then Go Go. So, yes, An Panman deserves to have an actual video. It, it does. Really does. Okay, so we're going to close this out. Alrighty. It's and been an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> so, thank you very much for listening to us and comment down below with what you want. Um, yeah, just give us some ideas, guys. Yeah, really. Cause we clearly love to talk. Yes. <laughs> So, we decided yesterday um, that we were going to try to do this every Friday. Um, yeah. The reason why we're doing an extra one is because, obviously, it was Wembley and it deserves it. So, it does. Um, but we're going to try to do it every Friday. We're going to yep. share it. Um, give us your ideas, your comments, you know, uh, whatever you want us to talk about. Um, next time, we'll maybe try to do a different topic instead of BTS. Yeah, we'll focus on another group. So, anyway, everybody, we love you. Anya. Love you. Bye.